This is the Florida High School Football Podcast, powered by FloridaHSFootball.com. Bringing you the best of high school football in the Sunshine State. From interviews with coaches and players to the latest topics impacting the high school football community. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at FLAHS Football, on Facebook and Instagram at Florida HS Football, and on YouTube at youtube.com slash C slash Florida HS Football. Got a question or comment? Email us at podcast at FloridaHSFootball.com. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Florida High School Football Podcast, powered by FloridaHSFootball.com. This is episode number two as we get a glimpse of five programs in North Central Florida that will certainly be heard about often this season as part of interviews we recorded from the North Central Florida Media Day on Monday, July 18th at Hotel Indigo in Gainesville as part of the Varsity Sports Network and FortHSFootball.com 2022 Media Day Tour that is happening across all over the Sunshine State. Hey, I'm your host, Josh Wilson, founder and publisher of FortHSFootball.com here on the FortHSFootball.com podcast, the Florida High School Football Podcast, I should say. In this episode, we're going to talk to some of the smaller school programs in North Central Florida, and that includes P.K. Young, Keystone Heights, Oak Hall, Newberry, and Bradford in today's episode. P.K. Young Blue Wave, led by second-year head coach Kevin Doling, will see his team contend in Class 1S District 2 this year, along with Trinity Catholic out of Ocala and St. Joseph Academy in St. Augustine, and we'll hear more about what the Blue Wave are going to do under Coach Doling's second year. And the Keystone Heights Indians, they're coming off of one of their best seasons in school history under the Dean of Coaches in Clay County with Chuck Dickinson at the helm, and we will get a look ahead of what their season will bring in Class 2S District 6 that includes Bradford, Palaka, and Toy Corey Creek out of St. Augustine. And Now, looking at Oak Hall, they're looking for uh, to make another statement once again in the Sunshine State Athletic Conference this season in the 11-man division with head coach R.J. Fuhrer at the helm, and he will give us a look at what the Eagles could do in the Northern, North Division, and we'll talk to a couple of his players as well. And heading west out of Gainesville on Highway 26, we will talk to the Newberry Panthers head coach Ed Johnson and his players about the upcoming season as the Panthers do look for another playoff berth as they will contend once again in the World Division, just being the new World Division as the renamed, I should say, not new, but renamed Class 1R, and they'll be in Region 4 this year. Now, and finally, you'll hear from a coach familiar to the coaching uh, scene in the area with Jamie Rogers, who is now going to lead the charge for the Bradford Tornadoes. Rogers returns to Florida after a few years across the state line in Georgia at Cook County, and you will hear what he plans to do in Stark with a couple of his top players as well. This is going to be a really, really great episode, and uh, I think this is going to be really eye-opening with some of these teams here and of course our other episode that we're going to have coming up after this one our episode number three we'll definitely look at some of the bigger name programs in north central florida and that includes buholtz hawthorne and a few others and we'll, we'll talk about those programs in that episode in episode number three so we're dividing up the north central florida media day interviews into two more podcasts, so a total of three podcasts to start off with North Central Florida Media Day interviews that we have conducted, and it will be great, and uh, we, we definitely appreciate you listening here on the Florida High School Football Podcast, powered by FloridaJustFootball.com. With that said, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back, and uh, we'll, we'll keep it uh, keep it rolling here on the Florida High School Football Podcast, powered by FloridaJustFootball.com. Thank you. 
I'll never forget the day I decided to go out for the football team. Mr. Banks, the JV football coach and my history teacher, asked me to stay after class. I thought I was in trouble. He said, hey, Darius, have you thought about going out for football? I think you'd be great. Fact is, I never played football. Fact is, I never had anyone tell me I'd be great at something. So, with no experience at all, I signed up. And a week later, I padded up and was running drills on the field. I never was great, but playing high school sports was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I was accepted by my teammates, and I learned that when someone believes in you, you can believe in yourself. Encourage a student you know to take part in a high school sport. This message presented by the FHSAA and the Florida Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. And we're back here on the Florida High School Football Podcast as we kick off things with media days around the Sunshine State with Varsity Sports Network, FloridaJustFootball.com. Of course, the North Central Florida High School Football Media Day is the first one we're kicking it off with. And we've got the blue wave of PK Young in the house joining us here, head coach Kevin Dorling with his two players, Devin Pedro. Running back and defensive back, and Rashawn Walden, running back and linebacker. Coach, I appreciate you stopping by here uh, to talk with us. Uh, uh, last year was your first year at, at PK Young, and uh, of course, a uh, pretty pretty successful season. Uh, we got the regional semifinals, uh, eight and four overall last year. But uh, coach, uh, uh, as you turn the page from twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two, I mean, what, what, yeah, get, let's come to give us an insight how, how you uh, the, taking that from your first year being the head coach and uh, what, what you're getting ready for year two. It, to lead the blue wave back to success again yeah last year was a lot of fun for us you uh, know coming back to pk and you know, that's family that's home for me so being a part of uh that year for those boys was was amazing um we are losing 16 seniors and a couple of guys uh head into some other ways and so it's going to be a couple of new faces you're going to see in some blue wave uniforms this year um but you know we got a good group of senior leaders and we got a lot of young kids who are really excited to play some football really excited to learn how to how to do it the pk way and uh, with that, uh, let's bring, let's bring these guys in that you got two of your best players here, and then Devin Pedro and then Rashawn Walden. Devin, we'll start with you. I mean, both of y'all are seniors, so you, so this will be your final year here for PK Young. But uh, uh, I mean, what is your expectations? You know, for for this for for the senior year, I'll start with you, Devin, on that. You know, what what is your expectation for this year? Um, I have high expectations. I believe that these young guys are really going to help us out. I think we're going to go out strong. You know. Uh, there's a couple of games that are kind of like grudge matches to us. We have something to prove, something to get back. You know, high standards, high expectations. And then, what about what about you for for you, Rashawn? Um, I have high expectations too. I feel like we're gonna have a positive record this year, and I feel like the young pups that we have on our team this year, like they would they would like to learn, they would like to pay attention, they would like to show their skills more. And uh, you know, and you know, for for the, for the rest of the team, you know, you know, you, you know, these are going to be your senior leaders here. Of course, the couple of other guys you brought with you, the media day, Ernest Davis, and the Connor Webb. I mean, you know, for you, I mean, I mean, where do you set that bar? Considering you said you're you're losing a lot from last year's team. Yep. You know, so it's, it, it'll be interesting. You know, like I said, losing 16 seniors and some other guys going other ways. Uh, the biggest uh, the biggest priority for us right now is mental maturity. You know, the physical stuff that comes. You know, we're, we're putting in work on the weight room and on the field. Uh, but but learning the game, watching the tape, and, and, and really learning from it all right, to be the best football player we can as soon as possible 
it's a big priority for us. And and, and with that, uh, there, there's a change for y'all in terms of uh, classification. Of course, everybody went through the reclassification. The new Metro Suburban uh, the, uh, classifications are here, and uh, y'all are in Class 1S, which uh, puts you in the same district with uh, St. Joseph out of St. Augustine and Ocala Trinity Catholic, which uh, I believe, you know, I think, I believe I think Trinity Catholic was the team that I think that knocked y'all out in the playoffs last year, so uh, it's, a, it's a familiar opponent there. And uh, I mean, how do you feel about this all with, with everything, with, with the change to, to the new system? Do you feel like it, maybe it's a, it's, a, it's, a be, it's a better situation for P.K. Young, not having to worry about maybe, you know, a Trinity Christian being sitting there in the way in the same classification like it's been in previous years or, you know, another you know another program from a, from a bigger city that has, that, you know, has more talent advantage than, than what, you know, P.K. Young has because, you know, we have to remind people about P.K. Young. P.K. Young is a developmental research school, which is is, is part of the University of Florida. Yes, so, sir. and uh, there, there's, a, there, there's certain requirements to be able to get into P.K. Young. It's not just that, the, the, you know, kids are showing up it, it, willy-nilly. It, it doesn't happen like that at P.K. Young. So, I mean, for y'all, I mean, do you feel like this is a better advan- a better better situation for y'all overall in terms of being able to schedule and have, the, you know, in, in, you know at, least you, at least you have a better control of what, knowing what the district looks like? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, at the end of the day for us, the road is uh, still going through Trinity Catholic uh, in regards to our district. But when it comes to the state classifications, you know, at the end of the day, we're not going to end up running into a team like Shaman Amadonna. You know, we knew before the season started that they were likely going to win the state championship. Now we uh, break down the classifications, and now it, it really does look like FHSA is doing a good job of, of getting the ball rolling in the right direction. Now, of course, there are still some flaws, and there are still some kinks that need to be worked out, but I think they're doing a good job of getting this going. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to see what the, uh, the state championship games look like this year, you know. And that will definitely be interesting. And of course, uh, the state championship games—we're not sure exactly where the classifications are going to go yet. Uh, the FHA is still working on that particular part. But you know, let's let's look back on a couple things here, especially with, especially with Devin and Rashad. I mean, that Devin, you know, I mean, you you, you were you know, you're, 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 you both of you both of y'all actually played both sides of the ball. I mean, what, what is it like for y'all to go both ways? I mean, I'll start with you, Rashad. What was what, it like for you to play both sides of the ball here in terms of being you know you know you know that have your number called, and especially when you know we look at the roster size you're, you know you're a team of about 30 roster size so it's it's uh, you, you definitely have to lean on your players a little bit the coach has to lean on players both ways so let's start with you yes sir um i'm very used to playing both sides of the ball we just have to have a lot of energy and just have to be in shape because we know we have a little number of players this year so we just have to be prepared well, let's think about that. Let's stop there for a second. I mean, how does that translate for you in the weight room, especially when you're not having to get, you know, get the, the especially like summer workouts, you know? I mean, what has that been like for you in terms of, you know, knowing that, you know, the, you know, again, this is going to be your most important year in football coming up? Yes, sir. Um, we just have to work harder and get the young pups to work harder, too, so they can keep up with us, so they can really fit in the organization. So they can. And what, what about for you, Devin? Um, playing on both sides of the ball, you know, Coach Cap does a great job keeping everyone in shape, especially those players that are playing both ways. You got to make sure we can go both ways. And it just, you get a lot of energy hearing your name called. Once a big play carries on to the other side of the ball, too. It's just an awesome, awesome feeling. And, uh, you know, for you, Coach, I mean, I mean, that, that, that is a situation there. You know, it's, it's, you know, you have to call on these guys to go both ways. And I mean, for you, I mean, when, you know, you know, on, on any given Friday night, you know, you lose one or two players that, that can make or break a season there for you. Absolutely. You know, you look at our state playoff game where Aaron Small goes down early in the first quarter and, and it completely changes the complexion of the game. You know, at PK Young, the boys are, are accustomed to playing both sides of the ball. They know that at any given time, you know, 
just like Devin last year, he, he could have made an interception on the defensive side and gone and ran in there for the touchdown to finish it off. You know, it's, it's always a possibility, uh, and they, they relish the opportunity. They, they know that their conditioning has to be top tier, and that actually starts for us this afternoon. We start our, uh, our conditioning program, and it'll uh, get them transitioned and ready to go primed uh, for season. And, uh, and let, let, let's talk about the schedule here because this will be an interesting schedule. The schedule, I mean, it's definitely uh, it's uh, it's a competitive one for y'all, and uh, there, there's definitely some uh, teams that were for the playoff teams that from last year. Of course, the preseason kickoff classic will be all call. You know, they're really going to Sunshine State Athletic Conference. But uh, I mean, looking at week two, uh, going, going to Hawthorne, I mean, that's uh, you know state runner up the two back to back years, and uh, I mean that's that, that's that's not going to be no easy challenge. Even even if they, Hawthorne did did lose one of their best players, there's they, still got talent there over there Hawthorne so I mean that right there that week two is going to be real interesting for y'all right there yeah playing at Hawthorne is a great environment well coached football team they got a ton of talent over there uh it's become a rivalry of sorts over the last couple of years um really exciting day for PK to go over to Hawthorne that's like I said it's an amazing environment playing out Hawthorne so we're excited to do that and uh, some of us uh actually travel from Hawthorne to come to PK so it's 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 a little more uh special to some yeah definitely and uh, of course in uh, in week three Mount Dora Christian week four Union County uh Mount Dora Christian another team from the Sunshine State Athletic Conference that's made uh, made some uh, strides there uh, Union County playoff team from last year and of course uh you didn't get Santa Fe West Nassau you know Santa Fe they're they're rebuilding with Coach Simansky now being over there. West Nassau, uh, usually a tra- tra- traditional playoff team over there from north of Jacksonville. But then here comes the district slate at uh, St. Joseph's Academy. And then you, you, you give uh, the, the in between that Newberry, but Newberry, a pretty strong team here in Latchwood County. The Trinity Catholic, that'll be for the district championship most likely in that situation. And, of course, rounded up with Keystone High to made the playoffs last year. So, that, I mean, this is not... This is not the easy gauntlet. This is no. not. Yeah, you mean, yeah, you mean? Hey, the classification number might say Class One S, but that's that, throw, throw that out the door. Absolutely. You know, we're uh, we're excited to play a really good group of talented football teams. Uh, a lot of guys that have built really good relationships with. You know, the coaching community is amazing in Gainesville, and we're excited to continue to uh, to, to play local teams that are really really good football teams. And uh, you know, with, and with that, even even with the, with the football teams like this, I mean, it's it's definitely a you know a, a complexion of you know, hey, you know, no, don't don't forget about PK Young. And I mean, yeah, some, some people are like, "Where's PK Young located at?" Well, they're like, they, you, 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 if you blink, you miss it sometimes. Yes, so that's that's the thing. They're, they're right, right located right off of 13th Street and uh, 16th Avenue here in Gainesville. So I mean, this is not you you have to get in the back, you have to go off the back road for a moment yeah. to, to find them. But but uh, PK. Young uh, football is definitely it's, it's alive and well here in Gainesville and uh, Coach Dolling uh, appreciate y'all stopping by and uh, guys uh, you know you got any final thoughts one one, one final thing you got to say here before before uh, uh, we sign this thing off on this part you know just PK is ready we're ready to play football so. anything you got to say you know, all right well Coach Dolling and uh, of course uh, to David uh, David Devin Pedro and Rashawn Walden appreciate y'all stopping by here and uh, we'll be right back here on the Fort HS Football Podcast keep it right on a game without a crowd is just a scrimmage a performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Florida. 
purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the FHSAA and the Florida Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. We're back here on the Florida High School Football Podcast as we continue with media days as we start the media day tour around the Sunshine State. Varsity Sports Network and FortHSFootball.com traveling to 16 different media days across the Sunshine State. Start in North Central Florida at Hotel Indigo in Gainesville. Teams from Gainesville, Cal, all points in between in the area. And uh, joining us here is Keystone Heights, right over there in the southwest part of Clay County. Not too far from my uh, stomping grounds down over there up the, up the, up the road of 21 on uh, up there in Middleburg. But uh, Keystone Heights, uh, very well known to the area around here between the Gainesville and the Clay County teams and all points in between there. And I got head coach uh, Chuck Dickinson and we got Briar Skank here, running back, linebacker, tied in. I mean, a jack of all trades, it sounds like here. But uh, coach, I uh, appreciate you stopping by. And, uh, uh, you know, I mean, a uh, pr- pretty good year for y'all last year. And uh, I know y'all want to carry that on you know here in, in 2022 so uh, what, what 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 does it take to uh, to carry the success that y'all had last year in the terms of the win column well i think uh like every year josh uh, first off appreciate you having us here and uh, appreciate what you do for high uh, high school football um well you know our kids uh, we tell our kids every year that uh, we're only going to be as good as our senior leadership and uh you know last year we had a great group of kids and uh you know, 15 seniors, six two-way starters, and, uh, you know, uh, ended up having a great year. But I think that was a tribute to their leadership and what they'd done for the previous two years, especially with, you know, in the weight room and uh, winning two state titles. Uh, but we tell our kids every year, same thing with these this group here, the seniors, you're going to have to be the leaders. Uh, you know, we've got a uh, – the games are won between November and – August and uh, you know that's one thing our kids have done in the weight room and uh, you know we're going to continue to do that we're more of a run heavy offense uh, try to be more physical but uh, you know we just got to get the commitment the kids to believe in each other and you know last year was a great example of kids being unselfish and as long as our kids are unselfish and we tell our kids you're going to have to learn you know two to three positions because uh, lack of depth is our issue every year uh, and staying away from the injury bug. So, uh, but that's what we do in the weight room. We try to prepare our kids where, uh, you know, hopefully what we do in the weight room translates on the football field with what we do offensively and hopefully helps us prevent injuries. I mean, that, that, that is a big thing, you know, Keystone Heights. It's, you know, again, like I said, it's in, in the southwest corner of Clay County. So you're, you know, you, you, got, you got Camp Landing that kind of divides everything up between the north half of the county and the south end of the county. And, uh, you know, that, you know, again, you're, that's, you know, you're only drawing from us from, from a very limited area in terms of the amount of, you know, kids that are going to Keystone Heights Junior Senior High, which, you know, I mean, you do have that option availability of, you know, you, you, you could use a seventh grader or eighth grader, you know, on the varsity team if you want to. But I know, I know that's something that, you know, you try to use those players for developmental purposes to raise a stand that but in that in that same thought you know again you're telling me you know i mean what you wrote here on the thing you know you're hopefully hopefully have 30 players on the varsity roster this year you know that's you know that, that that's asking the kids to go both ways in a lot of ways well you know i mean i don't know if we'll have that many i think last year we had 28 29 and you know right at 30 and uh, you know that's what i'm hoping for at least this year but uh, you know, last year we had a started a freshman on the offensive line, which I've never done. Uh, generally, our seventh and eighth graders stay on our junior high program, and you know, pretty much our JV's ninth and tenth or whatever. 
but you know we, we got to do what we have to do to you know be successful so you know I think one thing that the state did that I think is a great thing was a six quarter rule I think that's really helped us our situation where now we can give those kids some experience a prime example our quarterback that's going to be this year uh, uh, starting probably would be Ben Olch. He was JV quarterback last year. He was able to be moved up, you know, uh, two quarters uh, after the JV games, and uh, you know, and got to play a little bit. But I think that's a big plus, you know, with the state doing that six quarter rule. I think that's for a small, smaller schools or not having a whole lot of depth. That's that's a that's a big plus. And, uh, and with that, let's bring in Briar here and uh, talk talk to Briar a little bit. Uh, Briar, I mean, I, I know that you know it's a senior year for you, so you know, and you, you definitely are you know called upon a lot. So, I mean, what what are your expectations for your senior year? I mean, what what do you want to do? What, what what's the what, what's the big goal for you this year? Um, <clears throat> main goal really is just get the playing time that I that I can. You know, I know it's going to be tough playing both ways. You know, running the ball a lot and then. Also, I'm an outside linebacker, so I take on the linemen a lot, you know, with, you know, having to try to get in the backfield and, you know, contain and all that. Like, it's, it is, it takes a toll on the body, but I mean, I'm excited for it mainly. I'm, I really want to get hands on the ball, you know, I want to get some playing time, get some contact in. It's just, I'm really excited for all that. So, my main goal is, is to have fun, but also do my job as a teammate. And, and, and then hopefully, and hopefully, and, and you know, this is one big thing that last year you did not have the availability to do, but you're going to be able to have the availability to do it this year is go win a district championship. Correct, right, and right. Uh, that's a big thing. I mean, for for you, coach, let me ask you this first. I mean, what what what, what, what the, how, how do you feel with this now? The districts are back, and then you know, for for almost everybody. I mean, because I know I know a lot of you know you've been you're you're you know the old school way of like you've been around this game for a, for a very long time, and I know you've been you know used to districts for a long time too. Yeah, no, it's fine. I mean, it, it didn't matter to me. I didn't mind the other way either. I mean, you know, were you able you able to schedule ten games? Uh, you know, it did, did create a little issues finding ten games, uh, but uh, you know, it's it's uh, it, it will for us. It's gonna we're gonna play somebody we've never played before, Palaka, being in our district. So that's gonna be a you know a big. Uh, uh, Big, a, 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 a big time, big time game, but I, I will. I, it would uh, it would be a core of me not to mention that the the big rivalry game between Bradford right there. That's now a district game, so I mean that's that's huge yeah. right there. Oh for yeah, y'all. yeah, yeah. We've been you know over the last twenty something years. There's been we've been in the districts together, and and uh, so that'll be a, you know I think actually uh, the first district game we have is week six, and it's them at our place. So uh, we actually haven't played Bradford at Keystone in a few years. Uh, 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 because of, I guess um, I forget. Well, because of the scheduling changes, we and COVID we, didn't help either. Yeah, yeah. We had you know some things, and I think one year also we had a in the weather, et cetera. But uh, you know we've been at Bradford quite a few times, so it's it's nice to have them to be able to play at our place this year. So uh, you know it's going to be going to be interesting with Pala- with Palaka, Bradford, and Tacoi Creek. Uh, Tacoi Creek's going to be. You know, a lot bigger this year. I mean, didn't have a senior class last year, and uh, so now they'll the new kids will. on the box still a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and, and so they're going to be. That's going to be. You know, going to be a challenge. I mean, but uh, that's what. You know, to win a district, you got to overcome those things and, and play hard. Yeah. The only good thing for us is. You know, we don't start our district week till week six. So that gives us some of our younger kids some, exper- you know, maybe to gain some experience and and uh, before we get to that district uh, time to play. No, absolutely, and uh, 
for for Briar, I mean, you, you know, what, you know, what, what, I mean, is there excitement for you in terms of the fact that you, you know, that the, you know, that to be able to help lead your team to potentially, you know, the, you know, that a district championship is now on on the line, and just instead of just a playoff spot, it's a district championship and playoff berth. Oh yeah, like uh, the leadership in general, I'm excited for it. I mean, I've I got a couple uh, other people in the senior class with me, my friends of mine, they everybody's looking forward to the leadership role i mean we like to help we like to show people hey we can do this we just need we need to rely on each other and trust each other with this and that and the other so i mean now that there's a district champion district championship on the line i mean we can all mm-hmm. we can all help lead we can be like listen we can do even better than what we did last year last year we had a playoff game and now we can do something even bigger and of course you got to the re- regional semifinals last year so i mean that that you know you got that right there but um the big, the big thing in this is now is that you, you, now you look ahead of the schedule. You know, I mean, there, I mean, there, you know, you know, you start off the season with the kickoff classic. You got Ridgeview. You know, you, you know that's been the traditional kickoff classic for y'all for a while now. But uh, once you get into the into the thick of it, I believe uh, it looks like looks like from my understanding, it looks like week one is uh, week one's going to be the bye week. I mean, yeah. probably probably not the best situation that you wanted. You know, but the, the but, but the scheduling, you know, it's it, it is what it is when it comes yeah. to the scheduling, but. Uh, you know, as you said, you know, when you, you're talking about the development, you know, you know, some for the younger guys, you know, I mean, looking at that schedule, I mean, I see what you're saying here is, you know, I mean, East, East Side, Fort White, you know, Impact Christian, which is a new program being led by Bobby Ramsey, you know, right. there up there in Jacksonville, interlocking before you even get to Bradford. So, I mean, you know, the, I mean, was the, I mean, I guess when you look at it, is that designed by schedule, by, by way of, of what you're talking about in terms of getting these well, players? you know, I mean, our district weeks uh, by the state, you know, we only have four teams, so it's ten, eight, six, so that's pretty much set. Um, actually, you know, I'd prefer to week one and, you know, and having an open week later. Actually, I thought, you know, originally when every, before they changed everything, I had my schedule pretty much done. <laughs> so once that came out, it, then it sort of put some things in and, a little uproar, and uh, then I had some teams call me late that had to cancel because they had to play county schools, et cetera. So, uh, you know, and it just so happened that the week one, I mean, we were down to one, trying to find one game, either week one or week four, and we and we found Bobby uh, at Impact Christian, uh, you know, so we ended up decided to play them. So, and it might not be bad for us to have week one open just because of our inexperience and give us another week of practice and get open up with a, with a East side on a Thursday night at Citizens Field. And I mean, and that's, and also, I mean, another intriguing thing is that you're going to play all three teams from Putnam County this year. So that'll yeah. be a, that'll, yeah, that'll be, be a, a first, yes. That, yes, that, that, yes. That'll be a first. And of course, you got Crescent City there too, and then on, on the slate, and of course Pearson Taylor, which you know that's uh, been a traditional team you all have played over the years. And uh, but you know, I mean, in all of this, you know, I mean, I, I mean, we know the goal. It's it's win the district championship, get Correct. a playoff berth, and then you know at the end of the day. So I mean, you know. It, 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 I guess the, I guess the big thing for Keystone Heights fans is that they just you know hey uh, just be patient again like always you know right you know but you know and you're going to be running the ball a lot like a, a typical so I mean I mean I mean is that just is that is that just a standard philosophy of your coaching or is it more of adapting to what the players well can do? it's it's I still think the number one job of a head football coach is figure out what your kids can and can't do I mean uh you know if we could I mean if. And if you go back, I know it's been a while, but I mean, we, you know, we used to throw the ball something back at probably around the 2010, 11, 12. We'd average about 12, 15 times a game somewhere in there, you know, because of our personnel. We were more of an eye team. Last year, we were a run, uh, we had 
five running backs, so we went to the wishbone. But our philosophy or my philosophy here at Keystone's always been that, you know, we want to keep that game, control the ball, keep their offense off the field, be more physical than that person, and give us a chance, especially uh, – you know, in the fourth quarter, if we, if we do that, then usually fourth quarter we're, we're a little bit better than the other team just because of the physical part of it. Absolutely. Well, you got any final thoughts? I mean, you want any, any final th- thing on your mind that you want to say that, you know, that you want people to know or, you know, because I know I know once football season gets here, it's, it, it's going to be those pads popping, basically. I'm ready to play some ball. Absolutely. And, Coach, uh, I know you're ready to get out there. And I mean, wait, what year is this for you? Because you're, you're the dean of coaches in Clay County. So, I mean, that, that's the big thing. <laughs> uh, 24. Starting 24th is head. At 24th, I mean, that's, a, that's definitely, a, you know, it's a long time, especially longevity, you know, considering the, ro- the rotation of head coaches in this state right now. They don't even oh, make yeah. it to five years anymore, it seems like, anymore. So, But, uh, Coach, I definitely uh, appreciate you, Brian. appreciate you stopping by. And uh, definitely best of luck to the Keystone Heights Indians this season. I appreciate it, Josh and what you do for high school sports. Thank you. Thank you. And that was the Keystone Heights Indians head coach, Chuck Dickinson and Briar Skank. We'll be right back here on the Florida HS Football Podcast, the Florida High School Football Podcast. We'll be right back right after this. Keep it locked in. What does the 50th anniversary of Title IX mean? It means I'm valued, I'm empowered, I can do anything. It means I'll pave the way for every girl who plays high school sports in the future. Just like every female student, coach, official, and administrator blazed the trail for me. Because every student deserves the opportunity to play. Encourage girls you know to participate in Florida high school sports. This message presented by the FHSAA and the Florida Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Welcome back here on the Florida High School Football Podcast. Josh Wilson here coming to you from the North Central Florida High School Football Media Day as we kick it off here with Varsity Sports Network and the FordHSFootball.com Media Day Tour as we travel around the Sunshine State for the next three and a half weeks. Media Day is all over. Talking to a lot of teams along the way and uh, one of them that we got here been one of the top teams in the Sunshine State Athletic Conference for the last few years, the Oak Hall Eagles, and uh, we got head coach R.J. Fury here with uh, his uh, tight end, defensive end Dylan Proventure, and then we got Christopher Davis, center and defensive end coach. I uh, definitely uh, want to welcome you all here, and I uh, appreciate you stopping by here at Media Day. I know it's uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, and I, I know you you know. You know, you've been coaching at Oak Hall for a while now, and uh, it seems like it's been, it seems like it just keeps getting better and better for y'all over there. I mean, y'all find ways to win, and uh, you know, being one of the smaller school programs in the in the North Central Florida area. I mean, you know, you again, y'all find ways to win. And yes. I mean, you know, talk about what you know what what it's been like so far during the off season, you know, and coming off the year y'all had last year. Yeah, the kids have had great buy-in as always, and I think that's the reason why we have such a good. Um, you know, history of, of winning. Um, the kids buy into the program. They buy into our systems, and uh, we've had really good workouts all summer. The kids have been definitely dedicated. We have a, a young team, but it's a team that has experience, a uh, team that's had a lot of playing experience. So uh, we're excited. We've had a, a really good summer, and we're ready to get after it. Two weeks from uh, today, I said, you know, jokingly, we've 
played a lot of seven on seven this summer, so we're ready to get to real football. <laughs> yeah, real football is, is, is the big thing, and uh, I, I know. And then, uh, as I said, we got Dylan Provincia here and Christopher Davis, and uh, Dylan uh, for you. I mean, I know you've been one of the leaders for this uh, program, and uh, you know, and, you know, talk about you know your expectations. I believe you know, this is yep, this is going to be your senior year for you. So you know, and uh, you know, senior leadership is definitely important for you, Coach. And uh, but uh, Dylan, I mean, what was it for you? You know, what what, what are your expectations for this year? You know, you know, to be able to you know to, to go out you know a winner. Yeah, so I think uh, a big thing for us is going to be we have some younger guys in some pretty important positions. Obviously, we have senior leaders too, and you know we have to keep the team together and motivated, and everyone you know make sure everyone has a good competitive edge, uh, which we usually do at O'Call. Um, but like I said, yeah, so like our our quarterback's going to be a sophomore, um, and so definitely making sure he steps up as a leader and you know runs the offense and we definitely have some you know younger guys like I said and I'm gonna have to make sure that they understand what it's like to push their teammates and make sure that everyone's in check and uh, especially like a quarterback obviously you know we need to know what he wants and and make sure that uh, I guess like timing is good and whatever works for him really so yeah and in the lead, you know, and as Dylan said, Christopher, you know, I mean, you said, you know, there are players, you know, younger players, you know, and that's your, that includes yourself, you know, you're going to be a junior this year, and, uh, you know, the, you know, it's going to be stepping to be a leader and stuff. And, uh, I mean, what, what, what are your expectations for this season? My expectations is that us as a whole, we need to uh, come together as one and things of the. Uh, dang. Had a brain fart. <laughs> 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 hey, it's it's okay. It's it's a thing, but uh, but you know, you know, with the expectations. What do you mean? What, what what are the big things that you're looking at? Big things we're looking at is line. We kind of thin, but we're gonna try to make it work this year. We got young Dakota back there, and and it's up to Dakota if you want to become a leader or not. I mean, in my opinion, I think Dakota could become a great leader or a great team player if he mature enough and things. And Dylan have to come up and help him out instead of. And bring him up sometimes, and Dylan does that, and which we like. And Coach RJ teaches him how to become a better leader and a better person in life. And that's the point about being a quarterback. If you if you're a better person as a quarterback, and you present yourself as a leader. You become you have you make yourself as a better person around the crowd as you are. Like look at Tom Brady for instance; he's one of those type of people. And coach, uh, you know, let's talk about it. I mean, I think the thing that they're they're referring to Dakota Dakota Brower, you know, as your quarterback and as you know, sophomore. I mean, you know, most coaches are, you know, when when you say that you're starting a sophomore or even a freshman at quarterback, they kind of get nervous. But uh, it seems like you're just cool, calm, and collected over here about this. I mean, what what is it about Dakota, you know, that that you're that you're going to expect, you know, especially the lead at quarterback, yeah. you know, as a sophomore? Well, he got kind of thrown to the wolves last year. Georgie El Samarani, our senior, got hurt and. Bishop Snyder game, and so Dylan, or, uh, Dakota had to come in and, and start as a freshman and got quite a bit of playing time. And he's grown probably a good two inches in height and has put on probably about 20 pounds of muscle. So he's definitely dedicated himself. He's He's working um, camps and, and working his you know his trade, but uh, 
you know, he's a great athlete. Um, he's one of our faster guys on the team, and uh, he has a good good grasp of the offense. So, um, you know, there was a silver lining with the injuries we had. We had we had four starters go out in the first two games, and uh, that forced a lot of our younger guys into getting playing time. Dakota being one of them, and um, he basically you know helped us beat Seven Rivers Christian, which was a big big game. That was his first start ever, and so uh, yeah, um, it's it's definitely he's he's continuing to grow and um you know christopher um is is anchoring an offensive line that uh is young but they have some some good playing experience um and christopher's great because he's a great football iq and he can kind of be that captain that quarterback of the offensive line um and we're going to definitely depend on him for that because we're going to be more multiple this year both you know doing opening up quick game and passing and not be as one-dimensional with the run of course, you know, and, and when you say all that, but, you know, as a small school, you know, you do have to rely on players both ways. You yes. know, it's, it's it's something that, you know, one, one player goes down and it, it, it can change the whole entire season. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and, and looking at that, and again, as I said, as I mentioned at the start of this, so, you know, you've all been one of the, you know, better teams in the Sunshine State Athletic Conference for the last few years. And, of course, you're all continuing that here this year. And, of course, the Sunshine State Athletic Conference, 32 teams, 16 north, 16 mm-hmm. south in the uh, 11-man division. I mean, what? What's this? You know, what has it like been? What has it been like for y'all in the Sunshine State Athletic Conference? I mean, Stuart Wise has definitely been leading that thing, sure. you know, for for a while, and right. I know he's growing that, you know, especially on the football side. Yeah, it's been great for us. You know, we're we're still in the FHSA, and, and you know, all of our sports are FHSA. We're so we're considered an independent in the FHSA, but the Sunshine State Athletic Conference for us in football has been great. Um, you know, it's a lot of teams that are very similar to us in size. You know, with with the 2A, you know, it's it's the you know private school league, right? Well, there are a lot of differences between one private school and another, and um, it fits us, and also it gives us a really good shot in the postseason, gives our kids, you know, a chance to play for a ring, and um, it's 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 just been great for us. The other thing that's great with the SSAC is that it's a conference run by coaches, and what I mean by that is they, you know, the, the coaches are actually on the board, and they you know at the end of the year hey what did we do wrong what can we do better um and so it's 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 very it's a very good conference and um we're excited to be in it and yeah our our goal is to win the north and um but that's that's a tough task you got eagles view seven rivers bishop snyder just to name a few yeah i mean i mean let's talk about the schedule here because you know again the schedule is a little different you know the you know weeks 10 weeks 11 that's that that's that's set there for the sunshine state athletic conference playoffs you still take a bye during that thing so you play what what you call eight regular season games you know in that in that stretch beforehand right and uh you know you mentioned some of those teams right there that you're going to play you've been playing in the last few years and on and off uh but you know there's a new one that i would want to point out and that's riverside christian you know they're moving up to 11 man football and uh that you know but you y'all have been able to watch them what they've done in eight man in the sunshine state of conference so i mean what what was it like for y'all to be able to play this program that's coming in you know and they're not not too far away from here no no fanning springs so they're in that trend area yeah it's great you know i i think because of them able they had had very good success and i think six and eight man and then for them to be able to come join the league is is awesome um it's going to be a tough game you know they they put up i think 62 against st francis in the spring game so i mean that's they're they're coming hot and ready they're coming ready i said i told our guys like don't be fooled just because they were eight man last year you know so they're a good team they're going to want to establish the run um 
we open up with St. Joe's. Um, you know, St. Joe's has always been a rivalry of ours, even going back when we were in the North Florida Football Conference. Um, so they're, uh, it's going to be a tough schedule. It's definitely going to be a tough schedule. And, of course, uh, we, we can't forget, that, you know, later in the season there's that rivalry with St. Francis Catholic. That is, that's established rivalry right always there. Always have that game circled, that's for sure. The kids love that rivalry. Um, and so that game is always, always, uh, always circled on the calendar for sure. I mean, would you all agree that's the game that y'all that y'all look forward to the most is, is that St. Francis game? Yeah, uh, I think honestly, in the last like couple years, we've found some new rivals too, uh, joining the SSAC and stuff. Like, I think Eagles View is going to be a good big game, and uh, Seven Rivers as well. Uh, but yeah, definitely always St. Francis. You know, they're right down the road, so we hear it from them, and they hear it from us, and then we play. And so, yeah, that'll definitely be a fun game. What about you? I'm looking forward to the kickoff class. I want to play against somebody that's in town. I want to play against the homeboys. That's the, the, what I want to do. Yeah, that's a big thing right there. And a, you know, the play, play against the hometown boys. You know, that's yeah. a, that's a, that's the, always a, one of those uh, t- challenges right there. You know, yeah. especially when you don't get them that you don't get the hometown teams that often. Right. We lost Osceola uh, Christian. There was a mix-up with the schedule, and <clears throat> we were supposed to go there. So uh, Kevin Doling, PK's head coach, is a good friend of mine. He reached out <clears throat> reached out to me, and yeah, we're it's going to be a tough matchup, but. Uh, I told our guys, you know, we'll be ready, and it's going to make us better, right? Playing against good competition is is going to make you better, so we're excited. Absolutely. Got any final thoughts, guys? I think uh, we're excited for a a good season and uh, looking forward to the playoffs and how far we can make it. Looking forward for a better season. No more first-round up-downs. (laughs) <laughs> Coach. Why not us? That's our motto. Why not us? Why not us? That's the motto that uh, O'Call is going with for the 2022 season. Uh, well, guys, appreciate you stopping by here. And uh, we, we'll, we'll see you here on the fields here very soon around Gainesville. All right. That was the O'Call Eagles here as we continue on with the Florida High School Football Podcast. We'll be right back right after this. On the, from the North Central Florida High School Football Media Days at Hotel Indigo in Gainesville. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Florida, because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Welcome back here on the Florida High School Football Podcast, powered by FloridaHSFootball.com. Josh Wilson here as we go around the Sunshine State as we travel with the Media Day Tour, Varsity Sports Network, and FortHSFootball.com. Of course, we're kicking it off at Gainesville at Hotel Indigo for the North Central Florida Media Day. Joining us now is the team out on Highway 26 going west of Gainesville, out to Newberry. Got head coach Ed Johnson here, along with his players, Mike Moore, wide receiver, and Logan McLeod, defensive end and tight end. And, uh, 
and we'll talk, talk some uh, Newberry football. Newberry coming off another playoff season from 2021. And, uh, Coach, I appreciate you stopping by here talk some uh, Newberry football going into uh, your fourth year as the head coach. Uh, so, uh, I mean, what, what has it been like so far, the, uh, the offseason? Uh, you know, I mean, I, I know, uh, you know, playoff is, uh, the playoffs are a big thing for, for Newberry every year. And uh, I know you, you, you I know the, the – the ending wasn't as what y'all wanted it last year, but uh, nonetheless, uh, the standard is there. Yeah, thank you for having us on, Josh. Um, you know, we definitely didn't end the season the way we wanted to last year, uh, but you know, we always want to be in the playoffs and give ourselves a chance to compete for a state championship, and uh, that's always the standard in Newberry, and that's something we'll continue to work towards. And uh, and, and and with that, you know, looking at everything, you know, what what has it been with the off season? What has it been like for y'all? I mean, I know that you know, you know, the way things are these days, you know, players coming and going, you know, players can move around freely to different schools. I mean, I mean, I mean, for for y'all, you know, I mean, y- y'all are still, uh, we, I'll say it in a moment. You know, y'all are still technically kind of a rural school in a lot of ways. You know, even, even though the growth is starting to go west in Latchaway County, I mean, how, how, do you, how do you handle that? You know, in terms of everything with you know, especially trying to keep you know keep the guys home. I think uh, you know everybody is affected by it in the state right now. I think you know with the technology, kids are connected. Um, you know, and they kind of want to play with each other, talk to each other. Uh, but there's nothing we can do about it as coaches. We coach who shows up, and uh, we'll, we'll continue to push the ones we have, and we'll keep better and uh, play with play with a lot of Newberry pride. And uh, we'll bring in uh, Mike Moore here and Logan McLeod. Uh, both of them, uh, you know, the, the, your, your t- two of your top players here. Uh, guys, uh, we'll start with Mike here. And uh, Mike, uh, what you know, what, what what has it been like for you so far during the off season? Oh, the off season just been like just keep it, keep putting in work. You know, what I'm saying everybody got the same goal is to get better. So that's who want to work hardest. And, and of course, what about you, Logan? Um, I would say the weight room come like is a big part into what our goal is for the season. Because you can't just go on the field and you know not be able to push. You just can't lace up the ball, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> you can't just go out there and just lace up the cleats and not, you know, right. be able to like run through people and stuff. But yes, sir. And coach, uh, I know I know it's a thing. Uh, originally, y'all were going to you know with the new metro suburban classifications, they had put y'all in class two S. Y'all success, uh, successfully petitioned to go back to to class one R, which was the former one A for the rural schools. So you, you, you'll get another couple years there. But uh, I mean, I, I know I know if if, you, if I'm correct, the the, the the timing for Newberry, it's uh, eventually the days of being a rural school might be coming closer to an end and saying it's further being being the rural school. Would I be, would I be would I, my assumption be correct in that case? Yeah, I Definitely. I think, you know, the growth is definitely pushing west. Uh, you know, we're, we're getting bigger as a city. Um, but the school hasn't really increased in size. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of people that live in Newberry that may go to, you know, city schools or something like that. But, you know, it hasn't really touched us as much. Um, but it's definitely coming. It's something that, you know, we'll, we'll handle when we get to that. But we know that, you know, 1A, 1R is still a, a tough division to play in. Uh, you're going to have to play every every single Friday night if you want to win a game. And uh, let, let, let's talk about that because uh, you, you, they, they placed you on in Region Four, which Region Four? Uh, I mean, there's Hawthorne sitting there looking around the block. The Wildwood sitting there. There's Pahokee, and then uh, let's talk about the, the other team that might be you know that, that has had tradition sitting there. Glades Day now sitting there in that, in that region for the first time ever. So I mean, that's a uh, the. I would say the, the the competition is just actually growing in that. I mean, you, you, yeah, y'all did lose Fort Meade out of that, but uh, that doesn't mean the competition has gone away. No, it's definitely uh, some competition in 1A. Um, you said it, like Hawthorne is, is the standard right now in this area. 
Um, and, you know, we feel like, you know, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. And we look forward to, you know, competing against them and, and every single other team in one R this year. You know, and looking at everything here, let's let's take a look at a couple things here with terms of the uh, the schedule for for Newberry this year. Let's talk about that because you know, I mean, let's talk about I mean kickoff classic. It's hey, we just mentioned, I just mentioned one of those teams, Wildwood. I mean, that you know that, that's a great measuring stick right there. Even though it doesn't count on the record, that that's going to tell you all a lot right there. You know, before before you have the rivalry game the next week to open the the, the season officially against Santa Fe. Yeah, we do that on purpose. Uh, you know, we get with Vince. Uh, Vince has done a great job down there at Wildwood. Uh, we know they're going to come, and, and we're going to get an early test both ways uh, early in the season, kind of see where we're at. So we look forward to that and then, you know, jump into that, you know, rivalry that's been going on forever with Santa Fe and, and then rolling into the season. What I say for you guys, this is the game that y'all really look forward to most. Is, is this rivalry game against Santa Fe? Oh, no, not really. Not really. Not really. Not really. No. The rivalry has changed, yes. Oh, oh okay. Well, we're, we're going to go down the schedule a little bit more. We're going to figure out which, which, which game this is the one that y'all really are, are into uh, that, you, that, you know, that, that is circled on the schedule. We'll find out here in a moment. But, uh, I mean, let, let's look at it. I mean, the, the, the schedule is definitely no cakewalk here, obviously, for, for Newberry. I mean, you know, Fort White play off team Trenton who has been you know has, has had successful years you know they're on a little bit of a downward trend right this second but they're trying to re- go back up but you got them on the schedule Hawthorne I mean <laughs> Hawthorne that's a that's a game hey you know back-to-back years being in the state championship game I mean they again we just talked about that you know they, they've definitely have set the standard here Union County another playoff team I mean Williston who's looking to try to bounce back and they got a legendary head coach this year that they managed to bring back to the state East Side, yeah, I mean East Side. Then there's PK Young, there's Dixie County, South Sumner. I mean, there's there's no easy game on the schedule here by all. all but uh, as for me, I, I got to find out what what has changed. What what is the rivalry game that really is? What, what what's the game that circled that really is the game that y'all are looking forward to, guys? And I'll, I'll start I'll start with Logan on that one. Um, I would say really Hawthorne because you know last year they came and you know they punched us in the mouth and. You know, this year we're coming back, and we want to come back and do better than we did last year. Wow, so Hawthorne. So, I mean, is this just the game that y'all are really – so this is it? This is the new rivalry in a way? Yes, uh, Mine is Williston. I'm looking forward to play them. Really? Of course, not too far away down the road, right down down the Highway 41. I mean, that's a, that's a thing. But I mean, I, I, I guess I guess I guess I mean, why Williston? What what is it about Williston in that game that you that y'all that that you look forward to? It's like a second hometown. You know, it, uh, it's a big rivalry game as well for Newberry, and it's a lot of people I know on that team that I want to play against. And you know, I just want to make a statement against that. Hmm. No, I can absolutely understand that. Of course, you said Hawthorne. Of course, Hawthorne, you know, again, set the standard the last few years, you know, with, with, with Cornelius Ingram and the head coach over there. But, uh, you know, but, you know, overall for, you know, coach, I mean, was it, was it, was it hard for you to schedule this year? Was it, or, you know, were teams willing to think us, you know, you know, it's, you know, sometimes, you know, a team, you know, even for team, even that's even mid tier, you know, you know, winning six, seven games a year. Sometimes teams don't want to say, "I don't want to play you," you know. So was it was it all right for scheduling this year, considering everything? Yeah, it wasn't tough at all. I think you know people um, don't think we'll be as good as next year, uh, next year, and uh, so it made it. You know, we didn't struggle getting the schedule. Uh, you know, we had to you know work around the the two S and one R thing to finish the schedule. But you know, we're excited about it, and we look forward to every single game, all ten. I mean, all 10, like, this good, this line up, line up here, 11 against their 11, and let it, let it play. Let's play ball, right? That's it. And, uh, no, and, and 
you know, and, and looking at you know everything, you know, going forward, you know, I mean, what, what, you know, I mean, I guess I'd say what, you know, again, what for for y'all outside the games, what what is your biggest goal this year? What is for for both of y'all for for what was the thing? And I'll, I'll start with Mike. What what is your biggest goal this year? What 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 really is the one thing you want to accomplish? Uh, get the state. I want to get the state for the people who ain't make it for the years that didn't pass. You know, I want to make sure I get the state for them. What about you? Um, I have the same goal, but I mean, my biggest goal would be for us to win more games than we did last year, and to go farther into the playoffs and make it to a state championship. Sure. So, no, absolutely. I mean, the state championship is always a goal. It seems you know, hey, it's a clean slate when you get when you when you get to week one in late August, and then you know it goes from there. Yes, sir. But uh, is there any final thoughts you got to have, guys? I mean, anything you know that's on your mind that you want to share? You want to let you know, the, the, the Panther Nation know about? <laughs> Um, that just, just trust and we're coming. Yeah, we're coming for the state. We're coming for the state. We'll see y'all Friday nights. Go Panthers. All right. Well, I appreciate the Newberry Panthers stopping by here. Head coach Ed Johnson, along with Mike Moore and Logan McLeod. You're listening to the Fort HS Football Podcast, the Florida High School Football Podcast, powered by FortHSFootball.com. We'll be right back right after this. So, how are the kids? Well, Emily made the honor roll. Oh, good for her. Yeah, we're really proud of her. Tyler, on the other hand, though. What's going on? He's been moody lately, just feeling down and not like himself. Oh, we've been there. Nick was struggling last spring. He was so anxious and stressed. Really? What helped? Well, he joined the soccer team. And ever since, he's been a lot happier. He has more energy, he's less stressed, and he's definitely in a better mood at home. It's made a huge difference. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad he's getting out of the house, he's getting some exercise, and he's off his phone for once. It's been good for his mental health. Sounds like it's been good for your mental health, too. Participating in Florida high school sports improves students' physical and mental health. Encourage your son or daughter to get involved. This message presented by the FHSAA and the Florida Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. All right, we're back here on the Florida High School Football Podcast. This is part of the North Central Florida High School Football Media Day on the Varsity Sports Network and FortHSFootball.com Media Day Tour. And in the house here on the podcast is the only school in Bradford County out there on Highway 301 going through Stark. Got the Bradford Tornadoes in the house with new head coach Jamie Rogers. No stranger to the area here around North Florida, Northeast Florida, North Central Florida. And uh, coach, uh, we welcome you here here on the yep. Florida High School Football Podcast. Welcome back. Uh, I know it's it's been a hot minute since we have last talked to you, but uh, yep. you know, uh, it's, uh, what, what, let me ask you this: what's what's what, what made you take the job at Bradford? What was what was what was it, what was intriguing for you to to come to Bradford? And then we'll we'll talk to Manny Covey here, your running back, and uh, Chasen Clark, your linebacker, tight end. Yeah, well, uh, you know, there's um, there's a few reasons not to get into a lot of personal stuff, but uh, you know, I enjoyed my time in Georgia. Um, probably could have spent a long career there, but uh, you know there was some some things that happened inside our family, uh, my wife's family, that uh, she needed to get back. And actually, um, what's crazy is I, w- I was going to take a job in January outside of football, outside of education. Um, but you know, 
got taken care of, um, received a phone call one day to see if I had any interest in, in coming to Bradford and being the head coach of the Tornadoes. And um, I jumped all over that. Being from the area, you know, it's 20 minutes from my hometown. So, and I know a lot about uh, Bradford in that area and the type of kids, type of football players that they produce. So, um, it was an opportunity I couldn't pass up. And again, uh, you know, as you spoke, you know, be, being from the area, but uh, you know, your track, your, your track record speaks for yourself. Seventy nine, forty one over your, uh, over over the years, you know, between Swanee High School and Baker County, and then Cook County, and uh, now now coming to Bradford here, yeah. the twenty twenty two season, and uh, uh, you, you're taking over a program that that's that, that's had, had a, lot, a ton of success over the years. You know, yeah. you know, especially when you you know look at it, you go David Hurst Field. You know, I mean, there, there's a lot of legacy there, so it's. Uh, you know, with the team, you know, the, the, you're not you're not walking into a, to a bare co- a covered board. Uh, I can tell you that right now. No, tons of uh, tons of tradition, tons of legacy, like you talked about. Um, I grew up in that rivalry, right? And so I played at Baker and and grew up there. So I remember uh, all the good players that have come through those the, through that program. And uh, there's no shortage now. We've got a got a lot of great football players, uh, hard nosed kids uh, that are a lot of fun to coach. That 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 bought in our system and um really looking forward to watching them compete and uh let's bring in manny covey and jason clark uh manny uh, uh definitely one of the uh, players that were on the all-state team last year manny uh, <laughs> yes, I mean, let, let's talk, let's talk let's talk about uh your, your expectations i believe this is you're going to be your senior year so uh uh t- talk about the expectations that you're going to have for for, for the 2022 season here man really just i had two fumbles last year i don't i don't want no fumbles i would uh, like I said earlier, just the brotherhood, we came, we become really, really closer. So just trusting each other on the football field is just my expectation this year. I mean, uh, and, and for you, for chasing that, what you mean, what, you know, again, what are your expectations, you know, the fall off of Manny and what he said there? Uh, I think uh, our expectations mainly as a team is to uh, grow together, make sure that we all play uh, physical football where, uh, you know, we keep everything, keeping the pace, make sure that there's no fall, there's no momentum shift, make sure everything's going well. And uh, Absolutely. And uh, let, let, let's talk about, you know, again, because, you know, I mean, uh, mo- most programs in the state of Florida are back in district play now, and uh, that includes Bradford, you know, after being away from district play for a while, you know, with the way that the FHA had things set up. With now now it's uh, Metro Suburban. And uh, y'all got a, uh, I'd say y'all got a quite an uh, interesting district in yeah. terms of uh, being in, in, in Class 2S. I mean, your district, you know, I mean, you, you got you got uh, Keystone Heights, which district, uh, district right there, Tokoy Creek, Palaka. I mean, Coach, you know, for that district alone, I mean, yeah. there's a robber right there in Keystone yeah. Heights right there. I mean, they, I mean in, you know, we'll talk about Baker County in a moment, but Keystone Heights being, you know, rivalry and in the district game, you know, and that's probably probably you're going to be your biggest district game there this season. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a long history. Also, you know, just being I don't know, ten or fifteen minutes down the road, Keystone. Um, I don't not sure how much they've played each other in, in the last few years, uh, but I know it's a long-standing rivalry. And now to be in the same same district, and uh, for me personally, um, you know, it's it's a lot of new stuff. Um, never. Never coached against Keystone as a head coach. Never coached against Decoy Creek. Um, Palatka was in, it was in our district when I was in Baker a few times. But, you know, uh, I know they're going through a lot of changes and some overhaul. So it'll be completely new for us. I'm excited about getting to compete against those guys. And, uh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, and for you guys, you know, the, what, what is the, for, you know, the thought, you know, that a district title is now back on the line here, you know, for the first time in years? What, 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 how, how do you all feel about that being able to know? It's not, it's not just about getting the playoffs. It's about actually maybe winning a district championship and hosting some playoff games at home. If, if it is 
actually really good. That's why we we've been working so hard this summer. Like yeah. basically, all all our seniors been grinding in the weight room and on the field, conditioning, running, running, uh, running a lot. But <laughs> I mean, it's it's a lot to. Ha- to handle, but we're gonna we gonna make it happen for sure. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I agree with that fully. The, opp- the opportunity to get to compete for a trophy, you know, that's uh that's something everybody in sports, no matter what sport you play, um, that's what it's about. That's what all the hard work is for, and, and just not to be a playoff spot to now um, get a chance to to lift a trophy at the end of the year for, to be a district champion. That's uh that's what it's all about in high school football. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, in with that, when speaking speaking of trophies, you know, you, you know, you you led Baker County to 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 a state runner up finish back yep. in I want to say twenty seventeen. I was seventeen, and uh, I, I know that was an experience for you. I mean, the Baker County had never been that far, and uh, but you know, I mean, for, for you, you know, to to have a you know another opportunity, you yes. know, in a different program, to you know that that has a chance to 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 make a deep run. I mean, what do you do? You lean into those experiences back from Baker County, especially what you did there. Yeah, sure. You know, um, you know, everybody's goal at the end of the year is to be with the final team standing. It doesn't matter what classification you're in, uh, doesn't matter what sport you're playing. That's the goal. And, and for us, that you obviously have to have the amount of talent that it takes to get there. Uh, that was a special season in 2017. The guys that I have on this team this year. They're the, they're that special. It, it's a it's a special group that come together. They love one another. Um, so you know, I'm looking. My expectations are very high. People say, you know, year one, what could you really expect? Well, I expect us to play well. I expect us to play hard every down. If we do that, the wins will take care of themselves. I mean that, that that is a big thing, and of course you you know you, you did take Swanee before you went to Baker County. That Swanee got to the state semifinals, uh, yes. and and then so again it's the thing. And for 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 y'all for you, for you guys, I mean what, what does it say for having a coach like this that has been there, done that? What was that? What, what does that say to y'all in, in terms of you know? I mean, it, it feels really good because just by a coaching staff and a head coach that trust us and gonna put us in the right spot to make get the job done is it feels really good because last year we didn't really have that. So yeah, I can uh, I can say that I trust that he's been there, done that, uh, and I can trust all the word that he says and make sure that I uh, understand, do everything he asks me, and uh, I believe it'll turn out something special. And, uh, and of course, uh, and, and all that, you know, I mean, all that can be for not no thing because you, you, your biggest, you said areas, uh, areas of improvement, you know, the biggest thing you, you mentioned here, finishing the game, cutting down on the penalties. I mean, how, how, how does, you know, how do you get to that point to where you know the where the you know the penalties are cut down because yeah. i know that's always a big thing you know games are won and lost on you know, not not just the points on the board but yep. the amount of penalties that a team can accrue in a, in a game that, that all boils down to discipline and for me what i coach those guys and what i coach them if we're having a bunch of penalties that end up costing us a game that means they don't love one another because if you love one another or you love your coaching staff and the coach and it's all reciprocated it if you if you want to do it right for the guy next to you that that's what it takes so selfish teams create a lot of penalties for themselves unselfish disciplined people they do not and that's what it takes to win football games absolutely and let, let's let, let's look at the, the, the schedule here i mean i mean uh, the, the schedule is the, is no no cakewalk by any means here and uh, let, 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 you know week one you come out of the gate you go on the road yep. up to up to up to, up to mcclenny mm-hmm play baker county absolutely I mean, play, play, play your alma mater yep. i mean that, 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 that that's gonna be i mean for for you to i mean i know you've done it before but, but this to be on the opposing sideline of, yep. uh, of a school that you, you know not only played for but coached i yep. mean i mean what, what is that feeling like for you in terms you of know, like as a coach you know what you I, don't, I don't know i've never I, when i stand on that sideline um on the opposing side that'll be the first time i've ever been over there 
So, but that, all that when when the game time starts, that won't matter at all. It'll be about me having these guys competing against another team and another group of guys. And uh, that night will not be about me. There'll be a lot of people try to make it about me, but it's about these guys and, and their legacy. And what and, that's you know, a good way to go about it. Yeah, a very yeah. good way to go about it's not, it. It's not about me. It's about them. Right, but uh, look, look, looking at the looking at the schedule here, Baldwin week two, Middleburg week three, and uh, Baldwin uh, playoff team last year. Middleburg a team that uh, was improved uh, for the yes. first time in eighteen years. Years last year, uh, of course, Gainesville Eastside got them on the thing. They're trying to looking for improvement, but then Quincy Monroe, which uh, you know, I mean, a lot of people say, oh, they, well, look at the, you know, oh, they're like a, you know, oh, well, previously a two A school, or, you know, one S school, and they're like. They're no, they're no joke of a one at school over there, Quincy no. Monroe. So that's going to be that's going to be a tough with the one. transfers that have come in over this this past spring. So uh, that that'll, that'll be a formidable opponent. That'll be a great game. And of course, then you got the you got the you get the slate of the district games with Keystone Heights, Sequoia Creek, and then Donellan at home. Which that's a, that, you know I mean it, it, hey. Just because Price Harris has left Dunnellan does not mean Dunnellan's going anywhere. The, exactly, go anywhere. the players didn't go anywhere. That's the big thing. It, it, the players is what make Dunnellan, and, and Dunnellan will be a formidable opponent to y'all as well. Absolutely. They deep playoff runs every year. Matter of fact, I think they've ended our season a couple times in the last five, six years. So that'll be a lot of fun. And, of course, then Palaka wraps up the district round thing and then week 10 and, of course, Swanee week 11. And uh, it, it's, it's very interesting that, you know, we, we talked about, you know, two, two, hey, where, where's your coaching style? You're playing both of them in the season, in the, in the yeah. season your first year back in Florida. So, yeah, I mean, that's, a, you know, it's, it's natural rivalries. I mean, Bradford needs to play Swanee. Bradford needs to play Baker. And, you know, the small rural towns surrounding. We, I mean, I mean even say Middleburg would be a natural rivalry Absolutely. because it's like, it's, I mean, it's, yeah. Middleburg's not that far from, uh, from, from Stark. Absolutely. So uh, that's, you know, just because they're a lot bigger than us. I think we need to play them. But, and uh, now that, you know, the district champion's automatically in, you have a way into the playoffs without trying to figure out a schedule and all those kind of things. So, um, you know, really looking forward to this season. And, uh, and again, and you know, for you, for you guys, you know, with the schedule, I mean, I mean, are you ready for the competition that's coming at you? Oh, yeah, we're oh, ready yeah. for it, but we're ready for that first game because Baker beat us at our home. Last year, so 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 so, so you so you, so you want to you, you want to go you want to go into McClenny and say hey, hey yeah, not, uh, not yeah, so fast guys right yeah, we gonna oh, yeah. put on the show for sure yeah we gonna put on the we show. gonna go uh, yeah we gonna go game by game for sure uh, not a lot of trying to fix the future more about today no absolutely well hey guys uh, we appreciate you stopping by here and uh, we'll definitely uh, look forward to seeing how the Bradford Tornadoes perform during the 2022 season. Coach Rogers, appreciate you stopping by. Uh, guys, uh, Manny Covey and Jason Clark joining us here. Appreciate you guys. Uh, Thank you, we'll see, we'll see you soon. All right, appreciate High school sports don't just happen. There's a ton of work that goes into every single athletic event. And we have our school's athletic director to thank for a lot of it. Thank you. For scheduling officials so I can always play the game I love. For ordering quality athletic equipment so I can stay safe on the field. For mentoring my coaches so they can be the best role models for me. For coordinating transportation so I can get focused for the big game. For helping us develop character and learn lessons that will benefit us for the rest of our lives. Thank you to our AD for always creating a positive experience for us. We'll never forget it. 
From all of us at the NIAAA, thank you to every athletic administrator in Florida for all you do to enrich the lives of your students. It does not go unnoticed. This message presented by the NIAAA, the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Welcome back here to the Florida High School Football Podcast as we wrap up episode number two. And uh, we appreciate PK Young, Keystone Heights, Oak Hall, Newberry, and Bradford stopping by here on today's episode, episode number two. And uh, great things to be expected of these programs that we talked to today here on the podcast. And uh, looking ahead uh, at our uh, episode number three, you were going to hear from uh, programs like Buholtz, Hawthorne, Trinity Catholic, North Marion, and Union County. And and uh, these are programs that all had success last year in 2021, and they're definitely put contended. They're, they're in contention to have great success here in 2022 in their new respective classifications and districts in the Metro Suburban format. And uh, again, it's going to be great to see what happens here in uh, 2022. Uh, the football season is really going to be uh, a great. The schedules are definitely amazing that we have seen, and uh, pretty soon. Uh, we'll we'll have something uh, pretty special, I think, in terms of how we're going to present the schedules for 2022. And uh, it's it's taken a little bit longer than I would expect it, but in terms of uh, you know how to present the schedules and what we're going to see, uh, I think y'all will like it. It'll be f- definitely f- very much at your fingertips, and uh, you'll be able to access it from your phone anywhere. Pretty much. So that's going to be what we expect. I'm not going to give my tip my hand too much here on that one. So I just have to stay tuned here on FloridaHSFootball.com and the Florida High School Football Podcast. So, yeah, that's what we've got going on here and uh, around the world here in Florida High School Football. And, uh, it's uh, again, we'll have more interviews, you know, the North Central Florida Media Day. We'll have ones from North Sun Coast. We'll have ones from the Citrus Belt. And then we'll also have some ones from the Panhandle Pensacola, the one we did in Pensacola. So, and there's a lot of great football to be had around the Sunshine State as we get ready for the 2022 season. So, with that said, I want to thank Keystone Heights, uh, PK Young, Oak Hall, Newberry, and Bradford again here in today's episode of the episode number two of the Florida High School Football Podcast powered by FloridaHSFootball.com. It's been great, and uh, we hope you keep continuing to listen. Subscribe. We're on all the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Google, also Spotify as well. You can listen to us almost anywhere. Yeah, anything and any device that you got. Definitely check it out. We appreciate it. This has been a production of FordaHSFootball.com. Copyright 2022, Florida HS Football LLC. All rights reserved. We'll see you next time here on the Florida High School Football Podcast, powered by FordaHSFootball.com.